it is a very good afternoon. It is Niall Boylan with you for the next hour or so. Uh, we've a lot to get through today. And we want your calls. Don't forget, at any stage, you can text or WhatsApp us on 085-100-2255. That's 085-100-2255. If you want to get involved in the show, you want to come on, just send us a WhatsApp and they will give you a quick call and we can get you on the air as quick as we possibly can. Now, of course, everybody is being suffering today because Storm Agnes is on the way. I can see it out the window there. It's not looking too good. Although I'm sure all those people out there will be blaming climate change. It's not to do with climate change. It's just a bloody storm. We're coming into September, end of September, should I say. And of course, the weather is going to get worse, which means you're going to be turning on your heating. And can you actually afford to do that? Well, I don't know. But I have a very interesting email that talks about the squeezed middle. Now, this is something that we have discussed many times in the show, the squeeze middle. They're the ones who get nothing from the state. They're not entitled to anything, but they earn just above the average wage. And I have an interesting email in relation to that that I want to discuss today because I think it's a fair one to discuss. Um, hi, Niall. I love listening to you on the radio and your new show on the podcast during the day. And I'd love to subscribe and support, but I honestly can't afford it at the moment. But I will someday. By the way, if anybody wants to support us to subscribe, we do welcome it. And we thank those people who have subscribed on our website, nileboylan.com. But if you can't afford to, we completely understand that too. That's why we broadcast this free of charge live every single day. You can watch it. You can listen to it. It's free. We don't charge you. And as you can see, we don't have advertising on it either. So we do this because it's your platform. Anyway, to continue. Can you please talk about the middle-income earners on your show? It's always about social welfare and the wealthy, but what about the average worker on the average wage? Myself and my wife both work, we have two children, and we, love an, uh, we would love another child but just can't afford it. We work in the public sector and both have okay jobs. We earn just under 75000 between the two of us each year. We have a mortgage of 1600 a month, childcare costs of 1400 a month, and between the costs of getting to work are two bangers of cars which are over eight years of age, energy bills, food, and everything else we pay. We have nothing at the end of the month. In fact, we have less than nothing. We live in a moderate 30-year-old house we bought three years ago. I'll be honest, we're struggling every month to pay our bills and it's getting really bad. In fact, it's so bad, we're afraid to turn on the heating in the house. We haven't had a holiday in over four years since the children were born, as it's just not affordable. Here's the part that gets me. My wife's brother lives with his partner and three children, and neither of them work. I get from when he says partner, they're not married, by the way. He is on disability for the last seven years, and there's nothing wrong with him. He claims he has a bad back, but I can assure you he's perfectly fine. She's got a really nice house from the council, in a much nicer area than us. They have a newer car, they went to Tenerife for their holidays this year with the kids, and the best thing is they get to spend time with their children and have all the time in the world. Here's the crazy part. She gets free childcare for her youngest two, uh, part-time, as she told the social she's doing a nail course. In fact, she signed up for it, but she doesn't do it. She goes to the gym on a regular basis. He told me himself he would never get into our situation and that he's been offered loads of jobs and it wouldn't pay him to actually work as they're far better off living off the state and he does the odd nixer every now and again with a mate of his as he's an electrician by trade. I'm actually sick with jealousy and I feel we would be better off unemployed in Ireland the way things are at the moment. The workers are paying for everything and getting nothing but stress. Can you please discuss it on your show? Now, of course, Michal Martin today said the budget is not going to be a good one. And the reason it's not going to be a good one because he said there's a huge increase in the population over the last year and the cost of everything along with that. This comes on the same day, of course, that the Minister Pascal Donoghue announced the government have approved another €1 billion euro to accommodate refugees and migrants in Ireland. When are they going to stop? 
When are they actually going to stop? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all in favour of supporting people whose lives are in danger. But there's a limit to that. You can't be reckless with taxpayers' money. But that's exactly what our government are doing. Even though a poll by Red Sea, or an official poll, said that over 76% of people believe we've let in too many migrants in the last year, the government don't care. They're not going to cap the numbers. It's going to get worse. There's over 1,000 Ukrainians coming in into Ireland every two weeks. And on top of that, then, you've got 26,000 people seeking international protection. They're the ones we actually know about. So it's going to get worse. The budget's not going to be good. They're not going to give you much help. In other words, you're up the paddle or up the, up the creek with no paddles, should I say. So what are we going to do about it? And is this guy right? Are you better off on social welfare? At least then you don't have to pay any bills. Well, I say you don't have to pay any bills. You get your house at a subsidised rent. You get your childcare free if you do need childcare. Well, according to him, you will anyway. And on top of that as well, you'll get help with other things, including back-to-school costs. You'll get a fuel allowance, possibly, depending on what you get on social welfare. So are you better off? I remember Jason being on the air some time ago, one of our callers, and he's got four kids. He's got eight kids altogether from two different, from marriage and his new relationship. But he worked it out. He's a truck driver. And he worked it out that he went down, got a pen and paper, how much he'd get on social welfare if he was unemployed for his kids, dependency, all that kind of stuff. And taking into consideration, you'd probably get a HAP scheme, all that, and he wouldn't have to pay a mortgage. He worked out he would be far better off on social welfare by about 50 or 60 quid a week. So are you better off on social welfare in Ireland? And are we being unfair to those who actually go out and do a hard graft and a hard day's work? Let me know what you think. 85 2255 By the way, don't be fooled by the government. Remember this in the next election. They don't give a shit about you. That's the bottom line. You've got to take that away from the show today. Let me go to Stephen, if I can. Stephen, hi, how are you? Good morning, mate. How are you getting on? I, I think that's the best line we can take out of the show today. The government don't give a shit about you. Yeah, um, I mean, they give a shit about you if you tore the line, you know. Um, so, you know, like the, 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 the squeeze on the middle class, uh, you know, where does this squeeze come from? Is this just a side effect of a free market or is this uh, intentional policy by the government? And it's gone on for so long now, it can't be anything but intentional. And, you know, there are there are... There are political ideologies out there mm-hmm. that intentionally try to remove the middle class from society. They're referred to as the bourgeois. And those political ideologies lie on the far left. You know, you're talking about the Paul Murphy types, etc. But that type the of... The champagne socialists, you mean? The champagne socialists. Exactly. But these type, these type of policies have creeped into Fianna Fáil as well. So you're probably aware of the 39th Amendment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's sitting sitting in in stasis at the moment, where they're trying to they're trying to get us to vote away our property rights. How better to do that than to squeeze the middle class, make them jealous of all the benefits of peasantry, and uh, you know, make everyone else below them jealous of their property own ownership. It, they're turning the classes on each other, and this is known as class warfare. By you know, in 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 political circles, that's what they call this. Where they try to turn sections of society against each other. I mean, I have no. I'm sorry, Stephen. I have no doubt that, and I want to be fair to people who are on social welfare who may have just lost their jobs or on disability or whatever it happens to be. Sometimes it's not easy to live on that amount of money. I couldn't imagine what it would be like to live on two hundred twenty quid a week. But for many people who know the system, you know, there's also a HAP scheme. There's also a back to school allowance. There's also a fuel allowance. 
And when you add that all up and you work it out as taxable, in other words, what you would, if you were to actually gross that up, you know, I mean, I think I remember Stephen, one of our callers many years ago, worked it out for, you know, a family of two with three kids, if they were both unemployed and getting a rent allowance at the time or a HAP scheme at the time. And based on all the benefits they would get for those children, it was equivalent to 39000 before tax. So, I mean, that's a substantial amount of money. There are, there are a lot of people in this country who work and don't earn 39000 yeah, I mean look, that that's like a it that's not down to the individuals themselves. I I can't possibly blame somebody for doing the maths on what the most beneficial way to live is and doing that. Although I do take umbrage with people on on the social welfare train rather than fight for the traditional uh, you know li- livelihoods that we've had for the past few decades. We're, we're falling into dependency on the state. And, and that's where we're going to end up in real trouble down the line because the state will effectively own us if we are on all of these benefits and, and grants and things. We should aim to be out there employed. There's no excuse not to be employed. I mean, look, people out there with bad backs and everything else, get an office job. Like, don't, don't go lifting the fucking... Uh, I, I knew a guy, by the way, with a bad back thing years ago. He worked on the docks and he was out of work for like 15 years with a inverted commas bad back. I used to see him up yeah. on his roof fishing, fixing a satellite dish and out his backyard and pulling paving slabs around. There was nothing wrong with the lad. He was just enjoying the life. You have, you have to say there, like, you know, okay, opportunism versus... Uh, you know, um, let's say people being, you know, honesty of effort versus opportunism. And the government is incentivizing opportunism rather than uh, honesty of effort. If the government incentivized honest, honesty of effort, then we wouldn't have these people. We wouldn't have these jealous arguments with people looking over each other's fences. But it's going to but it's going to get worse because Michal Martin indicated to you today, actually, he indicated today that it's not going to be a good budget. And it's not going to be a good budget because Pascal uh, Donahue announced yesterday that he's given another billion quid uh, for immigration. Um, and, immigration, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a billion quid. Like, that's a lot of money. That could do a lot for a lot of people in this country, particularly we, yesterday we had the protests about childcare costs. You know, so you got childcare costs yeah. for an average person now for a child is 1,400 quid a month. I mean, that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? If you're paying childcare 1,400 a month, you're, you're stupid. I can't well, people are paying it, Stephen. People are paying it. I, don't, I can't sympathise with them people, man. Go home. Stop Stop working a two grand a month job and paying 1,400 of it for your child not to be with you. Go home and suffer the 400 euro loss and actually raise your child, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they're, 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 these people are fucking ridiculous. Excuse my friend. No, and, and I would agree with you in a lot of cases, you know, you would be financially better off if one of you stayed at home. Absolutely. But and, and but the problem is, of course, both of them want their careers. There's a bit of selfishness about that, okay? And I know somebody who was in that situation with two kids and they put their kids in childcare from 8 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock in the evening till one of them collects them in their pyjamas and put them to bed again. I said, what's the point in having kids? You're not even raising them. So I do get that. But for some people, it's just not affordable to do that. That they might have a decent enough job, they might have a big mortgage, they might have, you know, the the, the outgoings and the lifestyle that they've set up for themselves. They couldn't afford for one of them to give up work. This file down to the constitution, though, Niall, and and uh, this mother in the home thing that oh, they're yeah. all arguing yeah. about now. Yeah. Um, they, they, I suppose the, the the other people arguing against the likes of me and you will say that we want to lock, we want we want to handcuff women to the sink. 
and that's not the case. I think I think if we just financially incentivize women to be at the home, if 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 a woman was earning uh, the living wage by being a mother, if if the state actually but that's what Bertie Ahern suggested back in the, the early part of 2000. Bertie Ahern suggested paying uh, stay-at-home parents to stay at home. Yeah, they, uh, they got, what, what is the most beneficial uh, person in society? or the, the, the most beneficial person to society is a mother raising her kids. I couldn't, I couldn't disagree with you. Actually, do me a favour, stay there because I want to come to Jason in a second, but I've got to go to Carl first. Carl, hi, how are you? How are you, Niall? How are you doing? What, do you, what did you think of that email from our squeezed middle person who says basically he'd be better off unemployed? Well, if he wants to see what it's really like, tell him to come and live in my shoe for a week or a month and see how he gets on. I mean, I live on €11,796 a year on an invalidity pension from the social welfare. Okay. That's what I get a year. I had an accident 20 years ago and... I had an operation in January just gone and I'm waiting for the HSE to sanction a new prosthesis to be made. So I've been walking, hopping around on crutches since January this year. Okay. Now for me to, to me to buy a prosthesis myself is going to cost me in the region of 40,000. What's that for your hip or something, isn't it? No, I'm an amputee. I'm an above knee amputee. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Now, I'm an engineer by trade. And I take offence against the last guy there, Stephen, saying, oh, I have a bad back, win and get a job. I'd love to be able to work. Insurance companies won't insure me to work on an engineering floor or a shop floor because there's oil and there's grease. And because I've no feeling in the leg, I'm a liability. But the thing, I mean, I think the, Steve, the point Stephen was making is if you've got a bad back, well, you could do a desk job or you could do a telephone job, or you could do some other type of job, but you don't necessarily have to be, to be standing or lifting. People not okay, there is, in, in the there is, of, of there is people with bad backs. There is people with bad backs who can't even sit down. They I, find it too painful to sit for too long. Yeah, I, I'm in that category, Carl. I have sciatica. And if I sit, in, even when I get out, of me, trying to get out of my car, it's a struggle if I've been sitting in it for more than a half an hour. Do you understand yeah, what I'm I, yeah, I know. My wife has sciatica, and it's debilitating. Oh, absolutely! I mean, I, I've literally, I've literally had to. I remember on a couple of occasions where it goes, and people might say sciatica would understand what I'm talking about. Uh, I'd be on diphene for three days, and I literally at one point had to crawl up the hall into bed. So and yeah, now, okay. thankfully, that only happens for two and three days at a time. Every couple, you know, every couple, few months. But what I'm saying to you is. You know, everybody, we all have problems. And I'm sorry to hear about your leg, by the way, but we all have problems. I don't, I don't think Stephen was having a go with people with disabilities or people who had a, claimed they had a disability. You clearly do have a disability or uh, and you're on an invalidity pension. But you're only getting one payment. I don't know if you're married or your circumstances. But in this guy's case, he's talking about his brother-in-law who he's living with his missus, not married. So obviously the missus is claiming the house uh, as a single parent and he's living with her. He's claiming money off the state. She's claiming money off the state. They're getting a house, obviously, in a HAP scheme or something else. Maybe it's a council house. I don't know. Um, and they pay out less every month than him and his wife who are working and have probably more in their pockets. That's the point he's making. Okay, well, him and his wife will own their house when it's, fin when it's finally paid will, for. Will, will they? Where? Because the amount of people nowadays who don't ever end up owning their houses because the banks eventually take it back because they just can't afford the bloody mortgage. I mean, there's so many of those in, in society at the moment. Will well, there is a lot of people who live beyond their means as well. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, 
if he he's saying, oh, I have a house we earn about seventy five thousand a year. We've two cars that are about eight years old, and we haven't been on a holiday, but we want to have another child. I mean, the guy's delusional. If he's complained about he's no money in his pocket now at the moment. How is he going to be able to afford yeah, but, but 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 he's looking at this brother in law who has three kids, has a nicer house than him, has a nicer car than him, and goes on a holiday and doesn't do a day's work. And jealousy's an awful thing. Oh no, it is. I'm not suggesting <laughs> it's not. But but in saying that, you would be thinking to yourself, why am I bothering? Why am I doing this? Why am I struggling, getting up every morning, going to work, coming home, not seeing my kids? They're in childcare. I'm missing all those moments in my children's lives when your man lazy well, ass down the road is doing nothing and getting paid more than I am. Well, as Stephen said there, he said, why would you work for two grand a month and then pay for... No, no, I get that. I get that. And, 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 I, and I understand why people would say that. I'm going to come to Jason, by the way, in a minute. Sorry, I, I do apologise there. I'll get you back there in a second. Um, I mean, I understand why people would say that. Why would you bother when you can have one of you stay at home? Why would you bother earning two grand? I'm sorry, I just dropped off. You, you just dropped off the line there, but I get you all back there in a second. And some of your messages, by the way, coming in are interesting. Do whatever you feel good for your mental health and health uh, health being. Having financial problems will push you to a stress and depression. Don't go there. Just do whatever you feel makes you better. Hmm. Helen Moran says, social welfare system is seriously in need of a rethink. Also, the government needs to provide childcare assistance and housing assistance to workers. Creating a social welfare state is not viable in the long run. And uh, Tanya says, oh, I'll get them back now. Yes, he is. Had to make uh, the same decision 15 years ago. It cost me more to work than actually stay at home. Now we're in the position where we can uh, earn too much and get no entitlements. Pay university fees, healthcare, and it's a lot like we're in the well-off bracket. So many people saying the same thing. Sorry, Carl and Stephen, I got you back there. Uh, Carl, so many people are texting in saying the same thing, that they're better off. You're not, you're not better off on the social welfare. No, no matter what anybody says, you are not better off. It's, 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 not, it's not a happy existence living on the I, social welfare. I'm not welfare. saying for everybody. It depends on the circumstance. But people oh, who, some... there are people who play the system. They're good at playing the system. Instead of getting yeah, married, they're... they live with the girlfriend. Do you understand what I'm saying? They know how to play yeah. the system. Yes, there are some people who play the system and they are very good at playing the system. My, my wife, when she walked years ago, was saying that if you have a young couple, like a, a boy and a, a young man and a young girl, and they have children, and all of a sudden they separate, the girl is looking for a house, a two-bedroom house or a three-bedroom house for her and her children. And then the fella is looking for a two or three bedroomed house for when the children come over. But that's ridiculous. But but the this, state, the state this, can't be providing that. The state is not responsible for your marriage breaking down. You know, that's up to you to this, deal with. Yeah, but this actually goes on. Oh, no, I know I it mean, does. I I've had callers on the air saying it to me. You know, and if, if a I husband have, and wife both have a house and, it's, and, they, and the council are providing it and then they separate or split up and he has to get another place... We don't have an obligation to provide him with a three-bedroom house just so his kids can stay with him at the weekend. That's not the state's problem. That's his problem. No, we, we, we don't have an obligation, but oh, unfortunately the state, the state does do it. I mean, I have, a, I have a cousin who is, now she does work, but she got a house and she's paying for it. A brand new house was only built, a three-bedroom house for, two, for herself and two children, and one of the kids doesn't even live with her. Do me a favour, both of you. Stay there a second. I just want to come to Jason. Before that, I'm going to say quick seven-second break. See? Seven seconds. Are you watching? The Nile Boylan Podcast. 
get in touch, just WhatsApp or text Ireland on 085 100 2255. Did I say that too fast? Slow it down. That was me trying to do the effect. <laughs> 085 100 2255. The Nile Boylan Podcast. All right, welcome back to the show. Now, I'm going to let me go to Jason if I can. Jason, hi, how are you? Now, oh, Jason. Okay, so I was talking yeah. to Stephen and I actually mentioned your name earlier on. Your ears must have been burning. You did. Yeah. I so did. we worked this out on radio going back a couple of years ago. So We did on your late night show. I was 75 euro a week. better off if I gave up work. So you're 75 euro up on the deal if you gave up work. Yeah, well, you counted all the benefits and everything. Yeah. But they don't last forever. They only last as long as the kids are young. Well, true, yeah. Because your yeah, kids yeah, are. Yeah, you must remember that as well. Yeah, but normally when your kids get older anyway, you end up on a pension either way. I mean, you end up probably finishing yeah. up work, so there's not much Oh, don't there. get me wrong, there's people out there that can live off it, but I mean, you've got to be able to sit around doing nothing. But sorry, you know, one thing uh, the, the government forgot to mention, they gave themselves a pay rise. Oh, they did, yeah, of course. Yes, that, 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 yes, yeah, they, they, you know, they, they seem to manage to be able to find the money for that every year. I mean, I, I know for most you, people they want to work. You know what I mean? They'll tell you it's nothing to do with them. Hey, well, duty though. There is a there is a lot of people out there that do want to work, but my God, man, there's a cohort that don't. Like I know a lad that could sit there and watch a paint spot all day long and not not nothing. And he is the first one to jump up and down and give out about the government and refugees and people this and looking after your own. Mm. And he hasn't worked twenty years. So you're working. Your missus is a stay-at-home mum. Yeah, um, we chose that. We chose that life. We, yeah. we we chose that. We got ourselves a council house. We chose a long time ago. I don't want to be worrying about interest rates. And I'm listening to people coming on and that, you know, always two jobs and this and big mortgages. That's why I didn't get one, Noel. I, I seen my father struggling. I thank God he owned it. But to me, it didn't look like he had a great life worrying about that bloody house. And at the end of the day, it's bricks and mortar. I pay my rent on my wages. I'm not worried about interest rates. I'm not worried about heating or eating. My kids have a good life. I have a good life. And we chose that. My partner gave up a good job and set a home and reared our kids. So we cut our cloth to meet our me- measure. At the end of the day, it is just bricks and mortar. What do you say to you this know, guy? For, what, do you, what do you say to this guy? Him and his missus are working their cuff off and basically yeah. they're earning less. Well, he feels they're earning less than her brother-in-law who's living with a girl and they're both out of work and they're enjoying life better. But stop worrying about what other people are doing and worry about how you're doing. And figure out where you're at to going wrong in your life. Well, figure out where you're at to going wrong and why your life is this bad and, and work it out. Like, let, let's not pay, as that man said, don't be paying two grand or 1,400 quid a month for somebody else to look after your children. Your children grow up and won't care about you anyway. And they be just waiting on you to die so they can fight each other over that bit of bricks and mortar. <laughs> but you, you know, I mean, look how many families break up after the parents die because they all want the house. But I, but, so I, and I, you, but I get what you're saying, but I'm saying this to yeah. both of you, to, to Carl and yourself. There needs to be more of an incentive for people to actually be happy to work. You know, and I'm not saying you should look down on people in social welfare because because that's wrong. But, you know, the social welfare system is a brilliant system, right? And it should be there to provide for people who are in a situation like Carl or who are in a situation where they've lost their job and it might take them three to six months to find a new one, et cetera, et cetera. So it's there for that purpose, right? And it should actually pay people better in that interim period. 
But we have a big problem in this country where we have generational people dependent on social welfare. It's generational. Families which are generationally depending on social welfare. We have people scamming the system. We have people who don't get married because it's not viable to get married. It's better off if your mot lives in the house, claims the house as a single parent, and you just move in beside her, or move in with her, should I say. So, you know, that's, yeah, no, that's the system, isn't it? Isn't it a great country that we've made that system? Well, no, it's not. That's, that's not that's a great country. See, that's a great country for them, but it's not a great country for you. Exactly, it's not. But see, that's the system we've allowed to flourish in this country because we don't want to go back to the days where kids are on the streets with nothing on their feet. So we have this brilliant social welfare system. But guess what? Word spread. Word spread, and it's spread amongst our own first. Because, as you said, it's intergenerational. So before the person ever got off a boat or a plane in this country and claimed all this money that we actually know they don't get, our own were doing it to us. And our own will always do it to us. And our own sit in the pub and sit in the bookie seven days a week and will brag about doing it to us. And people come on and moan about it and people come on and say, they're just begrudgers. Carl, is that what it is? Is it just begrudgery? Yeah, I think I think uh, that guy Jason hit the nail right on the head. You go into any local pub and you'll see unemployed Irish people sitting there drinking and betting and doing whatever they want. moaning about foreigners. Sorry for cutting across this. I work for a company where we deliver to pubs, right? And the two busiest pubs in Dublin, right, got two full-time deliveries. I won't tell you, it, 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 it's a lot of drink that we're going into these two pubs, right? And both of them had the bookies attached to them and both of them are in two of the most underprived areas in Dublin. One on the north side and one on the south side, just so there's no, you know, I'm yeah. not bashed any bit. And I, I worked for a drinks company and we, we delivered. And on a Monday morning, this one pub, honest to God, had about eight or nine barmen working in it. And the people out there know this pub, so people sitting there, uh, I mean, that's how busy it was. On a Monday morning at half ten, they'd have to have eight or nine barmen in the bar. That's bonkers, bonkers isn't it? Come here. Well, when they went through over 400 kegs of a certain product, just one product a week, that'll go to show you what I'm talking about now. And we, we, you do notice that local pubs in areas where you would have higher rates of unemployment and bookies do well. Open now, air. Absolutely, because, because people spend their day there because they're not working. Yeah. You know what I mean? They open early, they open at half ten, and they're the last to close. You go into a walk. But, but, yeah, but I mind you, don't, don't get me wrong, that's not the life I choose. I, would, I, I mean, most people wouldn't choose that life. There are people who are quite happy with that life to be a layabout. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, but the yeah. thing about it is, what I'm saying here today, and what this guy in the email is saying before we all have a go at him here, is he's basically, he, of course he wants to work, and his missus wants to work, but he's being financially, he said, it just isn't worth it. Maybe he's better off being a layabout. No, but he's not. He just needs to sort out his finances. He needs to cut down. He needs to get rid of the big house he can't afford. Drop into a house he can't afford. Why should take, well, hang on, hang on. Take, take, no, Jason, why he should he have to do that? He's, they're both working hard, and he's got his brother-in-law doing not a toss, not, and he's in a nicer house. No, sorry. Well, that's just begrudging. No, 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 no. no. House. He, deserve, no, he deserves a decent he life. He obviously went out. No, he went out and wanted to buy something he could not afford. Okay, and with the way interest rates are going in this country, your mortgage could be six hundred this month; it could be twelve hundred next month. That's not the man on the social welfare's problem. But do, but, but hang on, no, hang, no, hang on. Do you think that's fair that you're telling him and his missus who are working hard sell your housemate and buy something smaller and affordable when well, he no, when he, he but hang on, but when he is seeing his brother-in-law getting a house off the but state, which is nicer, that is call it what you want, but it's not fair. Well, it's, it, it's, it's not fair. 
or not, it's begrudgery. Okay? Take his kids out of the bloody the prisons that he puts in. Because you must remember, Noel, these kids are now institutionalized from the time they're born. They're put into creches from the time they open their eyes to the time they close. Then they're put into school. They go from school then into creche, or school then into college, college then into a job, a job then into a mortgage that they'll never afford. They'll be ringing fellas like you, giving out about their neighbour, <laughs> and then they'll die and their kids will fight each other while they carve up their bricks and mortar. Sorry, Carl. Okay, well, hang on. Sorry, Carl. You want to say something quickly there? Go ahead. No, if you take uh, that guy's brother-in-law and his sister out of the equation, he's still moaning about not being able to afford anything. Well, Jason's right. I mean, get out of the big house if you can't afford it. Yeah, but he's not in a big house. He's not in a big house. He said it's a well, tour. How do we know? He said, well, he said it in the email. Hold on, where's, where's the bit about the house? Hang on. Uh, he said it was a thir- where is it? a thirty year old house. Where does he put that there? Oh yeah, thirty year old house that he bought three years ago. We live in a moderate thirty year old house that we bought three years ago. Okay, well, so he's, it's not it. like he's living in a mansion in Docky or something but he like that. He can't afford it, Noel. He obviously can't but he, afford it. But but he should. Exactly. But here's the thing. But they're both working. He should be able to afford it. But but that's but not his he, He's living beyond his means. Okay, okay, okay. Is that, that's not his brother's fault. That's society. That's that's the banks convincing all of us years ago. Put your kids into these creches and I get all the women out of the houses because we're oppressing them by making them look after their families because that's what we were doing. We were oppressing them by letting them rear their families. Guess what? Families were much better off when daddy was out walking and mommy was rearing them. Okay, well, hang on. Let me go to John as well. John, hi, how are you? How you doing, Noel? Uh, how, how you doing, doing John? Good nice, afternoon. Nice, good afternoon. Now, John, I, I mean... Save our zoos. Save our zoos. Uh, yeah, that's because you were on last night talking <laughs> about zoos. John, you, you're, you're getting a welfare payment. Yeah. Okay. And what's your life like? Is it okay? No, I've got a shit leg. I told you before. I know you've got and a shit leg. And it's me nuts. Okay, but what's yeah. your life generally like? I mean, can you afford your heating? Can you afford... I know you probably get a fuel allowance and what have you, but can you afford... Can you afford to Take live? anybody else, no, just about. Just okay. about. Just about. Okay, do you feel sorry for somebody where there's two people working in the house and they can afford as little as you? Well, I'm just listening to your argument or your debate there. Very spirited, I must admit. The fact of the matter is, I think that chap who said um, he the brother is on social welfare and the other brother's working, and he's his him and his missus is working, and they can't afford the house and they can't afford their lifestyle and they can't afford whatever this and the other. I think it is jealousy on behalf of the yeah, brother. But it's, it's yeah, not like it's not like a one. Yeah, but it's not like an amazing lifestyle. They have two kids. They can't afford it. Already said they have a mortgage of sixteen hundred. They have childcare costs of fourteen hundred a month. You know yeah, I mean? but here's the point. I mean, that's not the brother's fault. I mean, if the brother is on the social welfare and he's getting all that for, as you, as people would say... I never said it was the brother's fault. Well, you know, but uh, you are alluding... So, some people are alluding to the fact that the brother is just scamming everything and getting everything, and the other brother then is just being absolutely snowed under with, you know, taxes and work and everything. So at the end of the day, it sounds like begrudgery to me. Yeah, but, really here's, yeah, but we should be living in a country... And I say this to both you and Jason... Where when you work... Sorry, was it Jason who said that? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Said that. yeah. When, you, when you work, you should be better off. Do you I'm not saying we should look down on people on social welfare, but social welfare is meant to be a stopgap. It's meant to get you by and help you out, right? But when you work, yeah. you should be encouraged to work. There should be an incentive, and the incentive is, is that you can afford smaller luxuries in life, better luxuries in life. That's your incentive, because you're working hard for it. 
when you're in the squeeze middle. Surely that should be the case. No, I mean, I, the way I look at that is, Niall, if I just may come in there for a minute, is there is people out there today, if you gave them a million dollars and said, look, you don't have to work again, they would just have that, you know, compassion inside of them to go out and do something. Yeah. And then there's other people who wouldn't have that, you know, compassion to go out and do something. So, I mean, everybody to their own today. Everybody's made of different I think you're all, I think you're all missing the point here. I think he's a really all missing the point. No, no, you're missing the point. It's not, sorry, no, it's not the brother's fault that the cost of everything has gone through. I never said it was. I chose. Yeah. I never, no, no, hang on. Well, you're both missing the point. I never said it was the brother's fault. What I'm saying is we should be living in a fair society. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying give the brother less. The welfare. No, hang no, on. We don't. Then that's not down to social welfare. That's down to greedy bankers, greedy, greedy investment bankers, greedy what? That's down to people wanting more and more money and more and more money and taking less and more and more out of us. That's what that's about. Yeah, but but, but 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 hang on. We should be living in a fairer society where his mortgage shouldn't be as high as it is. His childcare costs shouldn't be as high as it is. His car insurance shouldn't be as high as it is. No, he should it be. Is a, because you know what I mean? Well, it is because people are trying to outdo each other with a bigger house and better childcare and a bigger car. I decided a long time ago, I didn't want that. I wanted a big family and I wanted to be able to live. So I decided that the best way forward was to get a council house. Now, I was nine years waiting on it and we walked and paid rent and I finally got it. We have an okay life now. I have a lovely brand new house that I, never, I would have never been able to afford and give me, life, me kids the lifestyle they have. Okay, well, 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 hang on. Let me just bring Morris into this as well. Morris, hi, how are you? No, I'm going into the tunnel. You're going to lose me. All right, go on, go on, Jason. Sorry, Morris, how are you? Uh, good, uh, good, thanks, Niall. Um, I listened to a bit of that, but uh, in my opinion, I, I would agree with you that, you know, I, the welfare is supposed to be a stopgap, not a lifestyle. Mm. Um, and, you know, I have, um, I'd be lucky enough now that I wouldn't have to worry about that, but... Um, in relation to his childcare costs, where is the grandparents? You know, usually the, the, people's grandparents would help with the childcare. Um, in some cases they might, but they, I don't know his circumstances. I did speak to a guy last night on the radio who lived in a part of the country where they, you know, they were away from the grandparents, and childcare costs were sixteen hundred per child per month because of unfortunately where they lived. So it depends on the availability. They may not have grandparents; they might be dead. But also. Yeah, but like there's a lot of people in, living in Dublin, from Dublin, and their parents are five minutes away. Mm-hmm. Like, can't they help out there? Like, it's not like they're all... But, but they, yeah, but here's... But Maris, with the greatest respect, they don't have an obligation to help out. I, I, you know, I'm not a grandparent yet, but I'm 60. And if my kids have kids, you know, I'd be quite happy to look after them for a night or whatever it is. But I'm certainly not going to take them on five days a week. I've been, yeah, I've done like that, that in my life. I'm not doing it again. Yeah, but like it's only for a few hours until like no one, like for instance, I would work probably because I'm a dairy farmer, I'd work uh, mad hours. No, can I get in there for a minute? Most, hang on, John, hang on, John. Most, Sorry, Morris, finish. Same. Sorry, most Morris, people work, Yeah. Most most people work maybe nine to five or whatever. So like it's it's a small, I know it's 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 it's, it's not ideal, but like usually people's parents would would stay, would grandparents would give a helping hand. But um, in relation to you touched on the car insurance and stuff, the reason why it's so high is because there's a lot of scammers out there. You know, people people um, claiming insurance and stuff. People uh, in in relation to people slipping on 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 the roads and footpaths. I remember a judge, for instance, a, a fellow was trying to claim 
money from the council in Cork and um, he came up from a family of scammers and the judge wasn't having it. You know, they, they, they must be very unlucky that they were all sleeping because mm. they were all... You, you know what I mean? There's no there's no, um, there's no, no proper legal system to punish these people. It's all a case of suspended sentences and mm. a small fine. But you, you were saying to our producer that you reckoned you're 100% better off on the social welfare. Now, I suppose that depends yeah, on the circumstances. You are, because I know a fella, for instance, uh, I know a good few fellas. There's a fella up the road from me as well. He's on disability because he gets no checks from it. He's, he gets his medical card. He gets a load of things and he works on the side for cash. Mm. He's, a, he, you know, he's, a, he's a qualified electrician. So, you know, he's making a fortune. He's, he's getting a load of things for free that the rest of us would have to pay through the nose for. So, you know, and there's no one checking up on those people. And there's a lot of GPs handing them out, you know, throw them a bit of cash on the side and they give you your, what you need to get to, to get a piece of paper from to get onto the disability. So, I mean, well, dis- no disability cash. is a huge scam, by the way. Now, don't get me wrong, there are a vast amount of people who are genuinely disabled. But a huge but amount. Like, I, I remember in Britain they did a whole, uh, they called everybody who was on disability in to reassess them and they found that half the people on disability were quite capable of working. Yeah, like when I think of disability, I mean, I mean people who can't actually, you know, people in a wheelchair or something. There's a lot of people, like this fella now, is it was just, uh, like he's fully fit even to play GA, like, and he's in his early 40s. But he's a disability. Disability, it's a, it's a joke, like. And he, I, I, I talked to a guy one day who told me, I'm sorry for holding everybody up here, he told me he had a disability, right? We were talking about something similar. And I happened to say to him, I said, what's your disability? And he said, I'm blind. And I said, oh, I said, that's all. I said, how did that happen? He said, oh, I, I had retinal, whatever it was, and my eyesight went about 10 years ago. And I said, oh, God, that must be very difficult for you. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was chatting away to me then. And then he turned around to me and he says, he said, sure, the other day he said, I was driving through the village. And he said, and I said, you were driving through the village? I said, how are you driving through the village if you're blind? He said, well, he said, I'm not actually blind. He said, but I'm registered blind. So he said, <laughs> you were driving through I said, you couldn't be that bad if you can drive. Do you know what I mean? So th- this is what I'm talking about. Well, sorry, John, what were you trying to say to Morris there? Yeah, sorry, that's retinopathy that, 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 that guy was talking about. No, you were saying there that people are missing the point and you're saying that people just aren't getting what you're saying today. The fact of the matter is, the email is talking about one brother is getting social welfare and the other brother is working his arse off for everything. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, people today, um, you know, the... At this stage, you can't. You know, one brother can't be blaming the other brother for circumstances. You know, it, he's it, not. It, he's it, not. It, no, he's not blaming him. You're missing. You're all missing the point. Keeping up with the Joneses. He's no hold on. You're all missing the point. He's not blaming him. What he's saying is, what's the point in me doing what I'm doing and working me arse off and me misses working her arse off when we actually end up with a worse lifestyle? That's the point he's making. But you see, that's the point. That is pure jealousy. That's not oh, even making gee, sense yeah, as an oh, argument. You're all missing the point. He's, if I, if I could that, come in there that, now. That's, that's not missing the point. That's just... You are missing. That this brother is just saying... It shouldn't oh, be like that. It's not, not working and he's getting everything. And I have to work my arse off to get this, that and the other. And now he's just a big scammer and he's this, that and the other. You no, know, he didn't and say he was a big scammer. He never said that. What I'm saying you know, is it shouldn't be like that. When you work and you work hard, you know, you should benefit from working. I'm not saying that people should be left on the breadline if they're on social welfare either. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is the system needs to be fairer. Sorry, Morris, before I go to David, what was he wanting to say, sorry? Yeah, Boris. No, hang on, John, hang on, John. Sorry. I understand your point. I would agree that there is no point for him, to be honest. He'd, he'd actually be better off just going on disability and working cash and hand jobs. Yeah. And that's a sad reality of it. Yeah. He'd be better off. 
doing that and going to get in the council house. Mm. Let me go to David. David, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. Are you well? I'm good, David. Nice to talk to you. David, do you, are you getting the gist of what I'm saying here today? I, you see, I can see it from both sides now because I spent 15 years being a businessman, self-employed, employing people and looking at people coming into us that were on the social, as to say, and kind of, kind of begrudging them a bit, if I'm being honest. And then I suppose things turned around for me in a certain way yeah. when COVID happened. And now I've seen the other side of things. Right. Okay. And so I agree with you and I disagree with you. But like from my point of view, I'm getting by, but I'm struggling. But when I talk to some of my ex-employees, like a few of them are kind of in the same boat as me or doing the same as me. But they've been on two or three holidays this year, which I find amazing. <laughs> yeah, and they're not working and you're self-employed and working yeah. your arse off. No, I was. Uh, oh, well, I was. Now. Sorry, was self-employed. So I, I, I was, but the, like these people are not working as well as me, but I suppose their circumstances are a bit different. So yeah, they're able to still have the holidays, as to say, to America, I might add. How do people, how does somebody do that? I mean, and I know, I, I know a family actually who went to Orlando and there's six yeah. of them in the house and three of them are adult children and the, they, I don't think any of them have ever worked a day in their life and yet they went away to Florida on holidays and I'm going, how? How? Yeah, I, I, I well, I, I, to be honest, the, the only difference I can see between me and them is I have a mortgage, it's 900 odd a month. They're probably paying 30, 40 quid rent a week. That's the only difference I can see between me and them. And I assume they can save that money that I can't yeah. save, as I say, because I have to, you know yourself, I have to pay the mortgage, as I say. As I say See, I, I all, I, all I'm trying to say to people wasn't. today is when I read this email from this guy this morning, I, 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 he does mention he's jealous of the brother-in-law, that's fine, okay? But I don't think it's a case of, you know, he believes that people on welfare should be getting less, because of course they couldn't, because a lot of people couldn't live on less. But what he's saying is, you know, because I'm working, I mean, Mrs. is working, and we're trying our best, and we're doing all the right things, we should be better off. And yeah. I, th I think that's a fair thing to say, that you should be rewarded for working. You, you should, but, like, one thing I have to say is, like, like, he is doing all the right things, but is he doing all the right things? Because, like, I mean, I, use, I did 70 hours a week. I mean, I missed the first fucking, sorry, sorry, no, first eight, nine years of my two kids' life, you could say. And, like, I mean, for what? You know what I mean? I did all the work, did all the hours, missed all the growing up, and now I'm kind of making them the priority. Yeah. You know, it's, which is the priority? Having your kids in crash for 10, 12 hours a day or actually spending time with them. No, and I agree with our first caller, Stephen, today. If you can afford to pack in your job and raise your own children, you should. It's a better situation yeah. for the children. I mean, leaving children in a crash, if you don't need to, leaving them in a crash from 8 in the morning to 6 in the evening, for the formative years of their life, you might as well not bother having children. You know? Yeah. I well, don't see the point of that. They're, well, they're, they're probably not, not going to look after you when you get older. No. <laughs> Jason says that they're dying for you to die so they can fight over the bricks and mortar. <laughs> but so, do me a favor, stay there for a second because I, I want to go to Maureen as well. Just before I do that, we're just going to take a, a quick, quick break. Yes. The Nile Boylan Podcast. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text Ireland on 085-100-2255. Did I say that too fast? Yes, slow it down.
<laughs> that was me trying to do the effect. <laughs> the Nile Boylan Podcast. People often wonder why we do that, by the way. We do that just to break it up into 20 minute segments. So when it goes out on a podcast on Spotify, they don't put an ad over the middle of something that I'm talking about. Uh, let me go to Maureen as well. Maureen, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good, Maureen. You've been listening to David there and, you know, many people today saying that I'm getting it wrong here, maybe. You know, and I, I, by the way, I, I do believe that many people struggle on social welfare as well. I'm not suggesting people should get less on social welfare, but if you're working, you should benefit from that, shouldn't you? Oh, for hundreds, of course. That's obvious. Yeah. But you see, this point about it is now, look, instead of people turning on each other, they need to be turning on the system that is wrong. The people that put it in place that is wrong. Mm-hmm. And this business of you're living with your boyfriend and your girlfriend, both of you on the store. There was a time when you couldn't dress in this country. I, I, I know of a time when you couldn't do that. Yeah. Because I know people that were doing it. And when they got caught, that was it. Like they were cut off straight away. Well, people still and do get caught. Oh, I, you know, Niall, I'd like to hear the last person that did and the last person that got cut off that. But again, I'm on and I sent you a screenshot of mine because I'm at the stage now where you might hear someone complaining and they don't believe us maybe what we're getting to live on. No, I have the screenshot here. 220, yeah. 220 so, and 33 for your fuel allowance. And 34 for my rent, yeah. And 34 so, deductions coal, for your rent. Coal is 50 euros a bag. Yeah. It was last winter. No but, but here's the thing, no, Maureen. You're, you're no on your own. Out of that as well, you know. I'm on my own, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, I, but I'm not living now. I'm existing. By the time I get all my, my, get my shopping, I try and get it all in one day because I, 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 I get food and the main things first. But Maureen, you, know? I, you should be getting more. I completely agree. I'm not suggesting you shouldn't. But what I'm saying is, I'm saying I also feel for this guy who's working his arse off and his missus is working his arse off. They can't afford to have another child. They can barely afford what they're doing at the moment. And he's looking at somebody else, not you, Maureen. He's looking no, at a brother-in-law, living with a girlfriend, three kids, going well, away on holidays, and neither of them working. Well, he's got one choice there, doesn't he? If he's so pissed off and annoyed about it, now the simple thing is, right, well, go and say, oh, send in a report, get him to come out and say, oops, I hear that there's excess income coming into this house, and that's what they, how they used to do it. Mm. It's the system is wrong. And then there's money going out of this country wholesale. There's people coming into this country who are getting accommodated in three meals a day. Well, they're like, me and oh, they're struggling. Now I'm trying to get my disability. I was turned down twice. I was never even examined. Now they've told me. I must go and wait for a rheumatologist which is going to take another year and a half to two years. I might as well wait for the pension. Yeah, the country's messed up, isn't At it? At this stage? Yeah, that's the truth. And here's the thing that's... for all of you, yeah. and I said this at the start of the show, and I'll say it to David, and I'll say it to Kelvin, who's going to come on in a second, and John, things are not going to get any better. You just heard the government announce this morning that they're giving another billion quid, um, you know, towards yep. immigration and asylum seekers, mm-hmm. and the budget's going to be a bad budget because we don't have much money because of the increase in population. So it's not going to get any better for this guy and his missus who are working and paying too much tax uh, and knows the cost of living is hitting them hard and their childcare costs. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, and again, I just say, I look, look, I come up and I look after my grandchildren my, I'm, I'm three days a week. But my daughter's gone on a course, right? But she's five days, but somebody else covers two because I couldn't do any more. I'm here since nine o'clock and my back is on fire because I have scoliosis. Plus, I got a bad fall at three and a half about three weeks ago I was telling you about. That's right, yeah. Yeah. I am in agony now because I fell right in the coccyx. And um, so, what would you, well, hang on, what would you, Maureen, say to this guy and his missus who are working? What would you say to them? Give up your job? 
If you feel oh, that well, way about it. I, well, look, what kind of a lifestyle are they living, first of all? Is there something they can cut back on? Because this is, what we're, this is what people are being made to do. No matter whether you're working, whether you're not working, you're being made now to cut your cloth, right? To, to suit the size of your suit, we'll say. I had to do it. I don't know what it is to buy a new top from a shop. All my clothes are charity bought shoes. Oh, I'm grateful for them. But this is what people must do. They have to look to see, can they cut back here somewhere? I listen to my own daughter and she's all her plans for when she goes working full time. And I, the wheels are off my head going, have you thought about it? Like, you're going to be working now to pay someone uh, because I won't be able to do it full time and I'm probably the only one that can do the most hours to help her out. By the way, if you knew somebody who, I'll ask all three of you this, by the way, if you knew somebody who was scamming the system blatantly, like working and claiming social welfare at the same time and not paying taxes and him and the missus were scamming and she was doing suntans and nails and they were having the life variety. I know what you're going to say, would I report them? Would you report them? Do you know, I'd was a time now when I wouldn't. But if I looked at them and I knew for a fact, for a 100% fact, they are scamming the system. And I looked at another family, we'll say next door, so kind of make an analogy for here. And those poor misfortunate people were really struggling and they were doing everything above board. I'd have no problem at this stage in going, right, I sick you. Because I'm sick of it myself for both sides. People working and people like me. David, would you would you report somebody? Oh, God, that is a hard one now. <laughs> I, Leo Varadkar would love you if you did. Well, well, I don't know if I'd have enough phone credit to actually uh, do it. The amount of people I know that are actually scamming the system or... Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of them doing it because, of course, we don't have enough people checking up on it. Um, well, you see, well, I said, Niall, the only the only reason I was saying to you, I've never, done, I wouldn't, I've never done it in my life. I wouldn't dream of doing it before. But if I looked at another family who were really, really struggling and getting, and they were doing everything above board, nothing legal, and not quite out earning, and you know, which is scamming the system. Well, if if it benefited that family, I think at this point because I'm sick of the whole lot of it. You think you would? Okay, okay. A little bit. I think I would. I'm not. Okay, well, okay. Well, hang, hang on a second. Let me go to Kelvin as well. Kelvin, Kelvin, hi. How are you? How things? Good, Kelvin. Kelvin, is this just jealousy by this guy and begrudgery? Should he just get on with it, move on? Personally, what I think uh, is, um, I am using a social welfare service uh, last ten years or so. I have good experience and bad experience. I think. They are not paying enough, but they also have um, lots of good, like, um, initiative, you know. Like, I get Category D license while I'm doing my painting company, and the social welfare pay for this, you know. So now I can go and drive the bus part-time, and I am still claiming my disability, you know. And I'm just doing small painting on side. You're doing a small, you're painting on the side? Just small job, you know. Small job, weekend job, like one, two days a week, you know. And I'm doing part-time driving. Okay, so you're on... You're, okay, well, well, hang on a second. You, so you're on a disability payment, Kelvin? Yes, but I was on Job Seekers okay. before this. Okay, so... I, fall off, I was doing painting job, I fall off the ladder and I get... Um, I get injury, you know? Okay, so you're, on, you're now on disability because, you can't, yes. because allegedly you can't work. And But you are working no, at the weekend. No, I work. I only work the part-time. I'm able to work the part-time. How are you able to work part-time if you're on disability? Because I have a disability, I think, uh, 26 or 24 hours or something. Oh, you're allowed to work? That's bizarre. You're allowed to work 24 hours while you're claiming a disability that claims that you can't yes, work. Yes, but I do 20 hours in the 
I do 20 hours driving the bus with the... But hold on, well, if you're doing 20 hours driving a bus and then you're painting at the weekends... I'm only doing two hours or four hours on weekends, you know, for, yeah, yeah, for know. friends and family friends. Like okay, yeah, but you're making, you're getting paid for it, you're getting cash. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, well, then you're doing the equivalent of about 30, 35 hours a week. No, I'm doing maybe 26 hours maximum. How many hours are you working part-time in the bu- driving the bus? or the 20 you know, hours per week. And then you're doing about 10 hours the weekend? Five, five, five hours, maybe. Sunday, Sunday uh, is yeah. not much working. Sunday, not much working. And would it kill you to do an extra 10 hours work a week? It would not, but, you know, since I have this crash, my, my back very sore, like... But I am still, I'm still mobile. I'm still moving. Well, but clearly, because you can paint, you couldn't be too bad. Yeah, but I, like, I, Why are you on disability? Because I fall <laughs> off ladder. I know you fell off a ladder. You just told me that. But why? Yes, but, but, it, but you're clearly capable of working. For, for some, for, for many months, I was not able to be working. But yeah, but you are now. Yes, I know, I know. Yeah. But they so why are you on disability? I'm going, to, I'm going to take, you know. If they're going to keep giving to me, I'm going to... But isn't this the, but isn't this the problem we have in this country? Maureen is genuinely disabled. She's incapable of working. True. You fell off a ladder. You're not too bad now. You can do a bit of paint at the weekend and you're driving a bus during the week. But you're still claiming disability. And your argument is, well, sure, if they're going to give it to me, I might as well take it. That's the problem, Calvin. No, but at yeah. the time I was, I was um, eligible, you know? Yeah, well, I don't see you're eligible now. You can paint and you can drive a bus and you have a bad back. I wish I could do it with the back I have. And I have scoliosis. I, I can't know, do I it. I wish the, and I, you're going to catch on the side as well. And you, and, you, and you just made a statement right there. As long as they keep giving, I'll take it. Yeah, right, okay. Enough said. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. No, no, it's sorry about it. You know what? It's like you and destroying the country. I want to come. I wanted to come and highlight. You know how good social welfare was. Like, well, clearly it's good to you because, as you said, if they keep giving it to you, you'll keep taking it, like, even you know, though you're working. The statement, know, of, the statement know, of the year that was. <laughs> which which is which is statement of year? The fact that they they're going to keep giving it to you, you're going to keep taking it. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. And you also said you'd like it to be more. No, no, no. I think, like, some people not getting enough. I am getting enough, I think. But oh, well, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, glad to hear you say, I'm glad to hear you say that, you know, that you're getting enough. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and at some point, are you going to turn around to the Department of Social Protection and say, listen, I'm actually working at the weekend. I could probably do a bit more painting, another 10 hours a week, or a bit more driving. Um, I don't need I disability. Thinking- I don't need disability. I was thinking my brother is going to come from Poland um, two months, so I think he's going to set up the painting, painting company. company. So maybe when he comes, I will, you know. Go would you not just do it? Would you not just do it yourself? I'm kind of too busy with the boat, the bus, and stuff, you know. We hand back to disability to get the job with the painting. You're having a laugh, aren't you? No, no, no. Yeah. See, there's the problem. There's the problem, Calvin. So there's people out there, like this guy sent in the email, him and his missus are working, paying taxes through the nose. They're not getting disability or payments off anybody. You know what I mean? You're there claiming a payment that you you shouldn't probably be getting. But at the time, I was entitled. At the time, when you fell off the ladder. When when did you fall off the the ladder? It wasn't 10 days ago. It was, I think, May 2019. May I 2019, think, you fell off the ladder. Yes, but I was not working for maybe 
one whole year, like. Okay, that's fair enough. But you are now. But you're okay now. But I only work the part time. I yeah, but you're okay, aren't you? Time on the payment. Yeah, you're not. You're not on I crutches, still, or you're I not struggling have, around like that. I still have pains, but I am able oh, to move. I like I'm able to move. Uh, you know, I'm sixty and I have pains, Calvin. You know what I mean? I know, I know. But <sighs> stop, for God's sake! It was severe nerve damage I done to my back. Like, yeah, but you're but you're able to drive a bus. You're able to paint. You're able to yeah, work. Yeah, but I can't. I can't. I could, but you're not understanding. I cannot work like I used to. I am not workhorse anymore. You could. You still could. The, the bus job is obviously a job you can do because you're sitting down, and it's not too difficult. Yeah. 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 So why don't you just do more hours driving the bus? Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, like that's what you do: hand back the disability and go drive the bus. Yeah, I think I will. Simple I think as. Maybe, maybe, maybe next Monday I will do that. Yeah, sure. And pigs will fly. Still, so we'll stay there, Calvin, for a second. John, hi, how are you? I can't believe that Maureen used the F word. Oh, yeah, she's <laughs> getting angry now, Maureen. It slipped out, Lambert, and I'm Yeah, yeah. Apologies. Yeah, yeah. Cal- <laughs> Calvin is on uh, disability, but he is working. Well, look, I mean, I can see where you're coming from, like, and I think people are missing the point. If you are working, right, if you have a job and your wife is working as well, if you're working, you should be doing better. You should have a better standard of living. You should have a better life to be fat as well because you're working. You're, forget about the social welfare, whatever. The person that works in society should be doing better than the person that whatever. Yeah, you whatever. should have a reward. There should be a benefit yeah, to working. Yeah. yeah, you should be doing better than uh, the by, person By the way, can I just mention does. Calvin has just abandoned us now. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> no. But yeah, I mean, the, more this, idea of, of, this idea of ratting <laughs> people out. In this, this idea of ratting people out. Um, I wouldn't do that. But the only time I did rat somewhere one time years ago, just when a guy crossed me, like, I mean, and you, it was either give him a box like, and end up in an assault charge. But I used the scientific route. He had another business which he wasn't declaring to the revenue, so I ratted him out and it cost him a lot of money. But I wouldn't rat anyone out in social welfare or that's doing foxes and decide or anything like that. Mm. No, I, I understand why people wouldn't do I I do understand why people wouldn't do that. Um, no, but, no. Uh, you know, there is a civic duty, they say, to do it. And people always argue, <laughs> well, then the Department of Social Protection should hire more people to investigate. And I go, well, they can't hire, they could never hire enough people to investigate. You know, they do rely on honesty. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. But I mean, the, the, the fact is, I can mean that if you are getting back to the topic itself, if you are working, that like, you should be doing better. Mm. But like, I mean, again, look at look at the cost of childcare, like in which some of the callers and I'd have referred to. Like, I mean, that's another bloody mortgage. Like, I mean, how do we ever get to this stage? Like, it's costing two and a half thousand for children inside to be brought up by a bunch of strangers. Let's be. How do we ever get to that stage? Like, yeah. I mean, I, sorry, Calvin is back there, Calvin. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you think if people are working, like, let's get back, i leave you aside for the moment and what, what you're up to, but if somebody is working and their missus is working, should they be financially better off than somebody on social welfare? Of course they should. Uh, I think so, yes. If two of them working, they have two incomes together, so they should be stronger than one person with social welfare, yes. Yeah, because realistically, what, he, what he's saying to us in the email is that, you know, by the time he pays his mortgage, his childcare costs and everything, he's worse off. You know? 
Like you, you'd yeah. be, you'd probably, Calvin, with the greatest respect, you'd probably be better off than him because, you know, you've got your job part-time, you've got your disability payment coming in and you're also painting at the weekend for cash. So you're probably better off than this guy and the two of them are working. Do you understand? It's a bit unfair, I isn't do, it? I do, I do, yes. I, I agree, it is unfair, you know, but... I think it's just some, sometimes it's just life, you know. Sometimes things I mean, not fair. Sometimes I mean, look, I'm not ha- I'm not having a go with you over doing a bit of painting for cash the weekend. If that's what you want to do when you're making yeah. a few quid, fair play to you. But, but what I'm saying to you is that if the system is wrong that allows people to do what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. It's not you, it's the system. Yeah, sorry, John, what are you trying to say there? Yeah, look, I mean, uh, obviously, since the whole COVID thing, the Brexit thing, the war in Ukraine, the cost of living, like, I mean, you can see it in your local supermarket now. The greed that's out there now, like, I mean, is unbelievable, like, I mean, and they're factoring all these things in the war, the Brexit, the COVID and everything. And we're not faking paying for it, like, the cost is, the the local supermarket, you can see it, like, it's outrageous, like, I mean, the way (laughs) stuff has shrunk in the package, you're getting less for your money, and you're paying more. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree with you. And by the way, just Calvin, you mentioned your your friend is coming over from Poland uh, shortly. I assume you're from Poland too. Your friend is coming yeah. over from Poland, and he's going to set up a painting company and hopefully give you a job, a bit more work, maybe. Right? But yeah. if you, if you were living in Poland, can you? Is there a disability payment, and how much is it? And would yes, you? Would you? Uh, what? I I'm not sure what is at the moment because I lay, I live maybe twenty years ago, but. I always say, you know, Ireland has probably best social welfare system in Europe. Like, and that's why they keep coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get away with too much you're doing now in Poland. Let me tell you, Kelvin. I don't think so. No. No, no, not at all. Listen, I have to wrap it up, Kelvin. Thank you very much indeed. I appreciate your honesty, by the way. And you gave us a laugh. No problem. And, you, and you got Maureen angry, which is always good fun. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> I want to apologize to Maureen also. No, don't apologize. She's used to it. I'm used to it. Thank you, guys. All right. <laughs> thanks very much, Calvin. Thanks, John. Thanks, Maureen. Uh, all right, loads of those people texting in, by the way, in relation to that. Many people kind of said, you know, that callers on the air are missing the point today and agreed with what I was actually saying. And the point I was saying was, I'm not giving out about the person on the social welfare. When you say, would you be better off unemployed? What you're saying is, you should be better off if you're working. And that's not going down on people on social welfare. I'm well aware Maureen is on social welfare. She sent me a screenshot here, by the way. And because she lives alone and she's on a disability, or I think it's a disability. Oh, no, she's actually on job seekers now. She hasn't moved to disability yet because she has the scoliosis. But she gets, and she sent it here to me, 220, 33 for a fuel allowance, and then 34 is taken, 34.50 is taken out uh, for her rent. So that's what she gets per week. That's not easy to live on. But in reference to what the example the guy gave, so his brother-in-law is not married to his missus. She's living in the house, probably getting a council house, similar to Maureen for 30 quid a week or whatever it is costing, or less than that maybe. And he's moved in. Do you understand? That's what's going on there. You can tell, right? He's claiming an allowance. She's claiming an allowance. God knows what else they're getting off the state. She's also claiming free childcare for her children. Um, claiming she's doing a course on nails, which allegedly she's signed up for, but she's not actually doing. She's going to the gym. So they're scamming the system. And this guy's saying, me and me missus are working. We're paying a mortgage. We're paying for childcare costs. We can't even afford to go on a holiday. And this lad is off to Tenerife with his kids and living in a nicer house with a nicer car. So you can understand why, yes, he's jealous. And it's not that he wants to rat them out or he thinks they shouldn't be getting money on the welfare. He just thinks that because he's working... 
life should be better. His mortgage shouldn't be as high as it is. The cost of living shouldn't be as high as it is. His childcare costs shouldn't be as high as they are. His taxes shouldn't be as high as they are. Because he's working and he's paying tax. That's all he's saying. You shouldn't be in a situation whereby financially you're better off being unemployed. That should never be the case. Because if that's the case, we're wasting our time, aren't we, really? Now we're in a bad situation, of course, just to remind you again. Election is coming next year. Remember these feckers, all right? Michal Martin said it today, it's going to be a bad budget because the population has increased so dramatically. Why? We all know why. 100,000 people have just joined us in the last 18 months. Many of those people need to be here, by the way, and protected. And I agree with it. Many of them don't. Many of them are economic migrants who are chancers. Those who are genuinely coming from danger, we should support and try and help as much as we can. Those who are chancing their arm, deceiving us and lying and coming in with no documentation, we don't even know who they are, they should be sent to another EU country to deal with, not ours. Because we can't afford it. Pascal Donoghue has just said we're giving another billion out of the budget to look after immigrants. Where are they all going to live? We need to pause that. Red Sea said it themselves. Irish people said, 76% of us said, you've let in too many. Stop, lads. They're not listening. i tell you why they're not listening. Because they don't care. They don't care what you think. But they'll care next year when the election comes. Then they'll make you all these false promises. Then they'll blame the Green Party for everything, of course. Because that's what they always do. Anyway, don't forget, you can listen to this podcast in about an hour's time. It will be up on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and all the usual places that you get your podcasts. Also, you can get it at our website, nileboylan.com. That's nileboylan.com. Go to it now. And you will see all the podcasts we've done over the last three months since we started. It's been a wonderful three months so far. But I do have to ask, and I always ask, because it's not easy when we don't get paid. We want to continue to provide this platform every single day for you. Every day. So please support us to do that. We're asking you for the price of a pint of beer. If you can't afford it, I completely understand. You can listen to it free of charge every single day. The people often say to us, well, why don't you just put it behind the paywall on the website and then people have to you know, pay for it? But if we did that, you wouldn't interact with the show. So that's why we broadcast it live, video, every single day. I'm just putting that up there. We broadcast it live every single day. And you can listen to it live every single day, free of charge. And that's to get you to interact with the show. You can then listen to it free of charge on all the usual platforms later on and on the website. All we ask is that if you want to watch any of the previous shows, you can do that on the website by registering and giving us a fiver a month. That's all we're asking you for. So please do it if you can. If you can't, we understand. But if you can, try and support us. We want to support you. So please try and support us. Thanks very much. I'll be back again with you tomorrow, just after 12 o'clock. And I have a strange feeling we might be talking about immigration. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. <laughs>